come on, come on in the room. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. Good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Hey, y'all, come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm going to share. You're going to share. We're going to get started. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Welcome. 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 Oh, my God. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God. Thank you for making me the head and not the tail. Thank you for making me above and not beneath. Thank you for making me a lender and not a borrower. Thank you, Father God, for a fresh wind blowing. Thank you, Father God, um, that you are our present help. Thank you, Father God, that you make a way when it seems to be no way. Oh, my God, you make a way when it seems to be no way. Oh my God, you make a way when it seems to be no way. Come on, y'all. You make a way when it seems to be no way. That is like my testimony when it comes to God. Like you make a way when it seems to be no way. Come on, y'all. When it seems to be no out, when it seems like it can't happen, like God can make it happen. Come on. Oh, my God. My God. Come on. My God. Thank you, Lord. My God. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Lord God. Oh, my God. You you make a way when there seems to be no way. Like, that need to be your declaration, like, this morning. Like, God can make a way. Like, God can, God can make a way. It doesn't matter if... Um, it looks like, or it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter um, what has happened. It doesn't matter who says what. Woo! I stand on that. Like, I stand on that. I stand on that. I stand on that. Um, like, it doesn't matter what has happened. Like, God can make a way. Like, that ought to be your definition and your testimony. This morning, God can make a way. Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning, my Renaissance grandma. Good morning, Nia. Good morning, Carlos. Good morning, Edie. Good morning, Masa. Good morning, Trina. Good morning, Jerrica. Hey, Sharmana. Good morning. Good morning, Kirby. Good morning, Makisha. Um, good morning, Kedra. Good morning, Deshannon. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to do that. Good morning, Jamika. Good morning, Shereen. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning, Jess. Good morning, y'all. How y'all doing this morning? Welcome. Good morning, Katina. Hey, Auntie Cheryl. Good morning, Joyce Pack. Good morning, Miss Swenson. How y'all doing this morning? Our confession in the, this morning is God will make a way. Woo! Come on, y'all. Come with me with this. Don't leave me out there by myself. God will make a way. Come on. Put it in your comments. God will make a way. Like God will make a way. <laughs> God will make a way. Like, God will make a way. That needs to be your confession today. That needs to be what you say today. Like, 
God will make a way. You know, when I listen to the fact and say, God will make a way, that means there is no circumstance to Shannon. There is no situation, Malisha. There is no situation, Tremaine. There is no situation, Nia. There is no situation, Joyce. There is no situation, Debbie. And I want to give you this scripture this morning. I've been meditating this scripture and I've come back to this scripture like a thousand times. But it seems like there's more that God wants us to know um, in this scripture, there's more that God wants us to see in this scripture. So I don't want to skip over. Ooh. See, sometimes we'd be so busy trying to get to the destination. We forget, Rachel, how strong the journey is. We forget how strong Lynette the journey is. Hey, Georgie, um, we forget how strong the journey is. And God is just as concerned with, you need to put that in your notes this morning. Like God is just as concerned um with the journey as he is your destination and a lot of times we try to we try to get from uh, one position to the next Woo! my god and god is like no <laughs> i can make a way in the bleakest of circumstance i can make a way in the bleakest of situation i can drop something off and whatever the circumstance is whatever the situation whatever you're facing, like I can flip the script anytime I want to. Like, I don't have to, I gave y'all um, testimony the other day about me wanting to move to Michigan and me thinking that if I moved to Michigan, that it was going to make my life better. Right. But, I, but I also told you concerning me that I still went with me. Woo! I still went with me. And as much as I wanted to blame life, cause life be life and as much as I wanted to blame life for my problems and my mother and my father, I didn't meet my father until I was 13 years old. Um, my stepfather I grew up in the house with my stepfather, who was an amazing man, but had some issues with alcohol. Um, I was bullied as a young kid. Come on now. I'm going to present you to you a very des desert type situation. I was bullied as a young kid. I was harassed as a young kid. Um, I never felt valued. I never felt loved i never felt accepted i never felt a part of absolutely absolutely anything and so my life looks really dry and when my oh come on you're gonna do this this morning holy spirit and when my life looks really dry mimi because that's what it is when the spirit of the lord is not present when you're leaning into um your flesh galatians tells us about that when you're leaning into your flesh and you not leaning into the spirit, then your flesh will start trying to create a life for you. Guys, some of y'all ain't want to tell the truth this morning. Your flesh will start um, trying to create a life for you. And when your flesh, I feel so strong in this this morning. Come on, Holy Spirit. Come on, Holy Spirit. When your flesh starts trying to create a life for you, you will start doing things that look very successful or look very prosperous or look, come on, Angela, or look really, really good, but it's your flesh that's creating a life for you. You are in a life of the flesh, not a life of the spirit. And how I know, Pastor Mary, when the difference between when you're in a life of the flesh and a life of the spirit is because a life of the flesh looks like the road that's well-traveled. I'm turning to my own self around. The life of the flesh looks like the road less travel. What travel? The life of the flesh looks like 
the road less that's well traveled the life, come on, Holy Spirit. The life of the flesh looks like what everybody else is doing that equals up and adds up to success. The life of the, the flesh looks like, I'm just gonna be honest. Um, I this ain't personal. This is where I was. The life of the flesh looks like, you know, I'm hopping on trips to Cabo, I'm hopping on trips out the country, and I ain't got no money really saved up, and I ain't bought no house yet, um, and my vehicle but breaking down. The life of the flesh look like looks successful. It looks successful, and I'm in school, and I'm getting all the degrees, but I'm also getting all the debt, Cheryl. Right? The life of a flesh looks real successful, and I'm not pausing to trust God and to see what this narrow path, Renee Taylor, that God has for me. So when I am unsettled, and when I am unstable, and when I am dry, I'll be like. Um, they were in the desert, right? When they looked like God wasn't going to make a way and the people started complaining because uh, I was complaining against myself. <laughs> when the people started complaining, I started making up and trying to tap into things that would make me look successful and doing things that would make me look successful um, and trying things that I thought was going to produce. But Jesus is very clear in John 15, when he says, abide in me. And sometimes abiding in him don't look successful. And sometimes abiding in him don't look successful. It just don't look successful. Sometimes abiding in him looks real dry. Sometimes abiding abiding in him um, looks like you're being left behind. Woo! Come on, come on, come on. But sometimes abiding in him looks like you being left behind. Sometimes abiding in him looks like everybody's making moves and you not making moves, right? But God has asked you, first of all, don't take, go skip over to Psalms 1. Uh, God has asked you, and don't, Malisha, don't always look successful. God has asked you to get planted and to stop taking the counsel and the wisdom of the ungodly. He told you, he said, don't take no counsel and no wisdom from the ungodly because what the ungodly is going to do, Tremaine, it's just going to lead you in ungodly ways. And sometimes we are our own ungodly counsel. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And so we look for success or God's, and there'll be some fruit. There'll be some external fruit. There'll be some external fruit. There'll be some external fruit. I promise you, it's just the way of the kingdom. There'll be a house that shows up that don't make no sense. There'll be a car that shows up that don't make so no sense because God likes to put a ta-da on things sometimes so that people that don't believe can see that the kingdom works too, right? There'll be, there'll be some fruit, right? There'll be some fruit. But if you plant it, it's going to wither. Ah! If you create it, it's going to wither. If you create a job, yep, Kelly, if you create it, it's not going to happen. So when we're in a position and a place where, skip over, come on. I'm going I'm to just give you this the way the Holy Spirit is telling me. Thank you, Lord. If 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 we in a position or a place, let's, let's go to Psalms 1 real quick. If we're in a position or a place and the Lord is telling us, I need you in this season to stay steadfast, immovable, abiding, and working, right? According to my plan. Another scripture talked about occupying 
till he came. Woo! Right? Occupy until he came. Whatever the assignment, whatever the word is, no matter how um how hard the task is that I occupy until he comes, I stay on the track and the journey massa of what he has asked me to do. And sometimes that don't look successful, but I'm not looking to look successful. The people of the God should not be chasing success. People of God should be trying to show up faithful. I wrote that on my personal status yesterday. I ain't trying to be perfect no more. I ain't trying to be popular. I need to be faithful. I need when God sees me and finds me, he says, well done, good and faithful servant. <laughs> well, well done, full, 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 well done, good and faithful servant. Like, well done, full and good and faithful servant. So let's go to Psalms 1. I hear you, Lord. We're going to track through this. This is a journey, Keisha. This is a journey, Cynthia. This is a journey, Eric. This is a journey. We got to stop focusing on the destination because our destination is heaven. If I if I think my destination, if I think my destination is a house and my only focus becomes the house, then the house becomes the idol and the house becomes the driving force for every decision I make. But if I understand that I'm on the journey and that God is my good shepherd woo, and the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want and he leads me. If I really get revelation and understanding that the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want and he's leading me. Right. And he's going to lead me through the valleys. He's going to lead me through the mountains. Then my focus is not the destination, especially of a thing, because I understand that my final outcome is with the risen king. Ooh, Lord, take the scales off our eyes. This morning we buy the eye salve, unclog our ears um, so that we can refocus our attention on what really matters to you and stop seeking destinations. When we are seeking destinations, Jesus said it in Matthew 6, 33, that that's very pagan. That's very pagan-like. That's very pagan-like. Only pagan people worry about what they're going to eat, what they're going to wear, um, a house or where they're going. That's very pagan-like. But children of God know that I'm seeking the kingdom first and I'm seeking his righteousness. I'm not following after anything else. So I got to get out of my head a destination type mentality. And I got to get in my head that this is a journey that I'm on with the Lord. Come on, Aunt Cheryl. And then we trust the process. So Psalms 1, let's go to Psalms 1 first. I'm going to give you a few things. It says, happy, how happy is the one who does not? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. How happy is the one who does not walk? <laughs> Come on. In the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway with sinners or sit in the company of mockers <laughs> how happy y'all let me get to you let me get to you and amplify that's the csb version of the bible i usually have like a thousand bibles sitting up here with me because every bible breaks this down and gives me a greater translation of what god is saying to me so how 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 happy I'm going to be way more happy taking godly counsel than I am going to do ungodly. So this is what the, the Amplified Version says. It says, blessed. 
fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man or the woman who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, following their advice and following their examples. When I make the decision to become planted, woo, when I make the decision to become planted, yeah, Makisha, when I make the decision to follow after God, what I'm going to do is I'm going to become fortunate. Woo! And so even though it may not look externally, like what's, what I'm doing is working in the moment, there is something, Julia, that God is doing behind the scenes. So when I am planted, when I'm doing what God asked me to do, when I'm trusting the Lord with all my heart, when I'm leaning out into my own understanding, blessed, which means I'm fortunate, I'm prosperous, I'm favored by God, is the man or the woman who walks in the counsel of the wicked following their advice, nor do they stand in the path of sinners nor do they sit down and rest in the seat of scoffers and ridiculers. Some of y'all have moved, Holy Spirit help us, into certain situations and got into certain paths and got into things because people mocked and ridiculed you. Now you serve, you serving that God, you running after that God, you running after that ministry, you up in that church, you doing all this, and you don't even look, it don't even look like nothing happened to you. So because people were ridiculing you and people were talking about you, and it looked like the life that was unplanted was more successful, that moved you from your position. Been there, done that, been there tried that trying i went after a whole degree i gotta go i went past the mary i went after a whole degree because i was trying to prove to somebody that i was something i didn't go after the degree because this is what the lord said i went after the degree cheryl because i was trying to prove to somebody that i was something right but those that seek after righteousness will be blessed, fortunate, prospered, and favored, right? My delight is supposed to be in the law of the Lord, in his precepts, in his teaching, habitually meditating on that day and night. And what happens, you got to see this. Lord, show me when you're telling me to stand still. Show me when you're telling me not to move. What show me, Lord? Let me have a faith on full that you're taking me and doing exactly what you said. And even if I don't see the evidence of the fruit, that I get mature enough to draw on the fact, Julia, that what you're doing is 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 developing me in spaces that have yet to become evident yet. Let yet. So it says here. He says that he will be like a tree firmly planted. Can I tell you what planted also means? It means you're going to be fed. I got to go. It, it means it, it means it means you're going to be fed. You're going to be fed. When you plant it, you're going to be fed. You're going to be taken care of. You're going to be watered. And then in your season, somebody say in my season. Marie say in my season. Cherie say in my season. And in your season. Come on, in your season, in your season, 
Come on. And in your season, it's going to produce. It's in your season, Debbie. It's going to produce. In your season, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. In your season, it's going to pop. In your season, it's going to move. In your season, it's going to propel. In your season, it's going to excel. In your season, it's going to multiply, Yara. In your season, Yara, this your testimony. In your season, it's going to advance. In your season, it's going to accelerate. In your season, it's going to do everything that it's supposed to do. And can I tell you something? You ain't even got to move and go nowhere. Let me show you how. Let me show you how good and intentional God is. You you ain't even gotta. You ain't say I ain't even gotta move. You ain't gotta even. You ain't even gotta move. You ain't gotta even come out of position. You ain't even gotta do nothing. No different. You ain't even gotta. You ain't even gotta try to make it up or try to make it happen because in your season, because you've been properly planted, because you've been doing exactly what God asked you to do. Obedience is the highest form of worship. Obedience is a woman. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> I had a dream about somebody's marriage over 20 something years ago. I think it was 20 years ago when I had this dream. No, this seemed like a long time, but God's hours and days are not the same. <laughs> My God, the woman of God was sharing with me yesterday how the dream that I had had 20 years ago had came to pass. And I was like, Lord, this is so powerful. Why? Because they are in the season. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I started laughing and getting tickled, right? Thinking how, not particularly towards her, but how this season could potentially have come earlier if we, I ain't talking about her, would be properly planted. <laughs> How this season would come earlier if I wouldn't let offense lead me. How this season may come earlier if the root of bitterness and unforgiveness is not leading me, right? Not her situation, some situations in my own life, in my own life, in my own life. Because God has already told me, Pastor Mary, that his plan is to prosper, prosper me and do me good. But I started thinking, as a result, perhaps my fruit <laughs> has not shown up yet, Jordan, because I have not stayed steadfast and committed, thank you, Lord, I repent, to what God has asked me to do about my season. <laughs> because I have not stayed planted and, and then because I've been taken ungodly counsel what if i'm my own hold up what if i'm on my hold up because this is the word that he gave me with what gave me personally for this year isaiah 43 and 19 behold i'm doing a new thing at the coming of jesus earth is there's a new thing isaiah's prophetic word point to the ultimate super highway right of god's plan for us our hope eternally but the path and the journey from here to there 
God is saying, see, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I can make a wilderness in a stream or a wasteland. For God to be able to make a wilderness in a stream or a wasteland, I have to get out the way and stay properly planted. Come on, Holy Spirit. I This is it. I have to trust that God will intervene. He will protect and rule even in my driest place. Even in my driest place. That God will reign, rule, flip the script, do whatever I'm supposed to do. But my goal is to stay planted and locked in to what will produce and stop trying to do all these things on my own, right? God is a reminder. He's reminding Israel in this scripture. Here's what the past looks like. <laughs> but he's saying to them, I need you to pay attention, Sharice to right now, and then he's giving them the hope that I got the future for you. God is doing the same thing, reminding me. Can I give you what he gave me personally? Can I give you what he gave me personally? Keisha, this is what he told me this week. I woke up, I took me a little break. I woke up, he gave me two people, three people I needed to contact. He said, here are two people that you have. Can I, y'all want me to be frank with y'all? Y'all want, want the real, real? You have two people that you are walking in unforgiveness for be with because the relationship didn't work out. I'm going to free somebody. You got two people that you are walking in unforgiveness with because things didn't turn out the way that you wanted. They did do some things, but you holding on to unforgiveness in this relationship, I need you to send them a text and apologize for holding on to unforgiveness. I need you to contact the third person and this is what I need you to say. I had to send a message, Crystal, to all three people because this is what the Lord asked me to do. After I finished and after I had what happened with my friend yesterday, can I be real? I said, perhaps <laughs> my unforgiveness has been interfering with my next. Perhaps my unforgiveness has been interfering with what really needs to have next. <laughs> no, Malisha, didn't matter what they did or they didn't do. He asked me to release and put forgiveness. When I messaged all three people, all three people said, I love you. <laughs> Thank you for this. And I'm sorry. I love you. Thank you for this. And I'm sorry. Because if I'm properly planted, Sharice, then I'm not walking in the sea of bitterness. I'm not walking in the sea of under unforgiveness. Because in my dry place, <laughs> what looks barren, what looks dry, 
God got a way of bringing his presence to a thing, reminding me of the past, saying pay attention to the now, but giving me a promise for the future. God will try to lead us from what was so that he can provide for us what needs to happen now and what we need to experience. <laughs> but we have to make sure we are not walking even in our own ungodly counsel. <laughs> this is, that, that's the word for today. <laughs> Let's see. This is what God is trying. He's trying to take us, but you got to stay planted. Nia, it is deep and so true. Nia, it's so deep and so powerful that he'll take, like, can I tell y'all something? I'm just being for real. Like, I've seen it happen before. He can take whatever, it could look like marriage ain't on the horizon. I'm just going to use marriage for an example. It could look like marriage is not on the horizon not about to happen your phone might be dropped your text might be dropped but because you stay planted and you operate in the things of kingdom then if the promise for marriage and god ain't called you into a life of singleness is on your life guess what's gonna happen in your driest state somebody could show up today tomorrow the next hour the next few minutes and this is the person that you'll spend the rest of your life with your business could look like it's failing. I done seen it too many times. My ministry has been in some dry, strange places. God will ask me to do a specific thing or to sow a specific seed. And every time I obey him, Cheryl, every time I obey him, Makisha, every time I obey him, in the driest of places, <laughs> the Lord shows up. And he acts like he's always been. He acts like God. I love that, Courtney. Lord, take me deeper in you. I had no idea that I was even harboring unforgiveness towards these people. I thought I was good because I don't talk about them. I don't be tripping off of them. I had no idea I was what I was harboring was unforgiveness. And I truly believe the Lord was showing me this which you was in which you are harvesting because you harvest that. You plant the seed and then you harvest that. You plant unforgiveness and then you harvest bitterness. That's what happened. You plant unforgiveness and you harvest bitterness. And then bitterness becomes every decision you make well, then you become trapped in your own trauma. When you're trapped in your own trauma, you can't even see what's around you that may be connected to your next. God has come to release you. <laughs> God has come to return the power. God has come to restore you. God is trying to return you from the former old you to the new you. His goal always is to set you free. God will come 
to get you out of whatever mess you in. There is no mess too deep. <laughs> he will come and make you better than you have began. But can I tell you, he needs you to allow him to be the good shepherd in your life. Psalms 1 has been ministering to me lately because the more I stay planted in truth, the more I stay planted in your word, the more the roots are growing and what looks like ain't working now will eventually be working. Why? Because that's the way God is. Joyce, Joyce Pack says something very powerful. It all starts with the print. Repent. Father God, please forgive us for our sins. <laughs> please forgiving for, forgive us for taking life in our own hands. Please forgive us for ho holding on to unforgiveness. Please show us those people that we have not forgiven that we need to release so that we can stay planted. <laughs> in Jesus' name, amen. If God reveals to you today, there is someone you need to forgive. He may tell you to reach out. He may not. Go on to do that because unforgiveness harvests bitterness. And if you want to be fruitful, you want to be effective, you want to be found faithful, I'm telling you now that it's going to start with you being properly planted and God digging deep, 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 deep and showing you things about yourself, Angela. That only the Holy Spirit can show you that. Only, only the Holy Spirit could have woke me up and said, look, <laughs> you need to forgive them. You need to release them. and You need to let them go. This is interfering. You're harvesting something. I don't want to do that. Because then it shows up in suspicion and all this other stuff. For real, for real. For real, for real, for real. Two things. The Lord places on your heart to give, to partner with this ministry. Do me a favor. Go over to the website. Remember, we sow where we grow. The Lord, when the Lord speaks to you and say, hey, give into LMJ Ministries, 501c3. You're going to, all the benefits, tax write-off, whatever you're looking for. You help feed the streets. You help Drew Projects. You help Flint Global. Um, you help us stay and get absolutely everywhere. If God is placing on your heart to sow, to give, to whatever, into this ministry, log on to the website, lmjministries.org. And you can give there. My second appeal is for those of you that do not know Jesus. And I know there's some people that watch me that do not know Jesus. I know because they've told me before. They're like, I watch you because what you say still makes sense. <laughs> what you say still makes sense. I don't even believe like you believe. But what you say still makes sense. So I'm watching you. So if you're the person and you're watching me, and you want to shift the game. On the adversary, your enemy. This is what you need to do. You're going to make a confession of faith. We're going to disciple you. We need to baptize you and get you to the water. If this is you, and then we're going to send you some resources and some material. If that's you, I need you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Can I just, um, thank you for that, Courtney. Um, can I say something to you? And I'm serious about this. What if, because you're not planted, because you offended, because you're trying to prove who you are, because um, you're trying to show them, what if all the things that you've been doing in your flesh is why um, your blessing ain't showed up yet? 
God spoke it. God said it. God said he was going to do it. But what if the reason it ain't showed up yet is because you you unfor, you walking in unforgiveness and it's created bitterness or you in strife? What if you your blessing is standing in front of you and you can't see it because you still holding on to the things of the past? Just something to think about today. What if I'm interfering with me? What if I'm interfering with my next? Lord, give us eyes to see, ears to hear, the patience to wait, and the grace to move forward. Now do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else, let somebody else experience the love of God through you. And if you ain't properly learned how to love you, Ask the Lord, show me. I ask him all the time, show me how to love your sons, my son. I'm asking him now for my future husband. Lord, show me how to love him properly. I've been praying over him lately. Show me how to love him. I need to, I need to love him differently. I don't want, I don't, I'm not even confused um, and trying to love him like I love Jermaine. They're not even the same people. Those were two different types of relationships. I need to love him how. He's designed. Show me how to love him. Show me how to love my sister. Show me how to be a better, better friend. Don't let me assume I'm giving anybody around me what they need. I want to do that. I want to do that. I need to love your people how you know your people need to be loved, like you love them. Ask him to do that for you today. I love y'all so much. Tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., back in this thing, God's going to continue to groom us to grow us up and to reposition us so that we can prosper the kingdom kind of way. I'll see y'all in the morning. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I need you to grow me up.